0: planet fast podcast episode six we have
1: sophia Kolka.
0: how are you i'm
1: good thank you yeah i'm good how are you
0: i'm alive (laughs) i can't complain um thank you so much firstly for taking time and uh coming on the show
1: no it's a pleasure honestly thank you
0: uh tell the viewers a bit about you who you are where you're from what do you do
1: so i'm sophia i'm sophia Kolka. i'm a curve model i'm from bolton I claim Manchester, but let's like, say Bolton. My accent won't let me. Do you get not like away. Bolton? Of course, no. I love Bolton. It's my hometown. I'll always um, Bolton will always have a place in my heart. But I did live in Manchester for quite a bit. Okay. Um, but no, I do. I do love Bolton.
0: You're, you're born and raised here mm-hmm. in Bolton. Yeah. Okay, so you were born and raised here. You are your race, if I may ask.
1: Yeah. So I'm mixed race. I'm Pakistani and english so my mum is irish catholic my dad is pakistani
0: and what religion are you
1: is well my dad i'm for me religions now a little bit of a i believe in god okay 100 percent believe in god but in terms of what god is and kind of what it stands for is a whole different topic that's a whole different ball game for me religion is i've been brought up with two very different religions like my mum being a catholic my dad being a muslim they've been both brought up in really strict upbringings Interesting. and i think when it came to them bringing up their children they kind of wanted to do the opposite they kind of educated us as much as possible but also left us to kind of make our own Mind our own decision on kind of what religion is, but also seeing t- two very different religions growing up also seeing how similar the both are there is a lot of similarities between the religions and I think for me the core values of religion is just to be a good person
0: right so are you um, do you fast Ramana?
1: um no I'm not okay. going to claim that do fast, you
0: though. Celebrate Christmas. Yeah,
1: I celebrate Christmas and I celebrate Eid. Interesting. I have the best, yes, I had definitely had the best of both worlds.
0: If you have a child, yeah, what religion are they going to follow?
1: I would open up, kind of. I would educate them on all kinds of religion. These are the these are, these is what is out, this is what is out there, okay. and you make your own decision. Similar to what my parents did with me, this is this is two different religions. And then it's up to you, essentially, to kind of find out where your heart goes.
0: You say that, you, well, you are full-time yeah. a model. Yeah. That's what you do, full-time? Is it? Or part-time?
1: Um, at the moment, due to coronavirus, I had to say good job. Okay. Um, so I do that. But that is, modelling is starting, picking up. That will be my full-time career, yeah. So when so. did you start modelling? I got signed with Brother Models um, in October last year. I was modelling Prior to that, to a different agent um, mm-hmm. based in London. I got dropped from them. and signed with Brother Models because I wanted to be based in Manchester. Um, and I was part of the new curve board that Joey Darling um, launched. She kind of scouted all the girls, created a board that was full, fully inclusive and represented all different kinds of women. And she created a whole board. By board, I mean like almost like a book of women and she's like it's her little project and i was just so excited to be on board for it okay
0: so um when you found out you're going to be a model Uh how did your um cousins from your dad's side or your family members from your dad's side react especially a model who (laughs) would be doing shoots that involves showing skin
1: yeah it's a definitely a touchy subject um I would say that it's not really talked about as much. And I definitely wouldn't show my family's, um, my dad's family, especially kind of the pictures or the work that I do. Um, Not because I'm embarrassed or anything like that. Just, I think, for respect.
0: So you don't show them? No. But they do look at it?
1: I do have... Do you blog them on Instagram? I do have them on Instagram
0: sometimes. Okay. So, wait. So they do look at it? they do see it
1: i don't ask the questions whether they see it or not but why are
0: you why are you somewhat embarrassed why are you somewhat shy this is your career this is this is who this is who
1: i am especially because of that i guess it's because i've not really crossed that bridge with my dad's side of the family yet like i'm not too sure what their views what the opinions are on it they
0: know yeah your dad knows
1: yeah he knows that I'm now, a model. Now he yeah, does. Now he knows. Oh, God. He knows, <laughs> <laughs> he oh, knows God. that I'm
0: a model. He oh,
1: that I'm model. He's proud that I'm a model. You know, he's... You, my dad. Wait, not, so he fully knows? He doesn't know. I've, I've not showed him, say, pictures. He's not asked. He's not asked. My dad's, as long as I'm happy... Because
0: I'm sure your mum's more... somewhat lenient.
1: Yeah, my mum is very much more lenient. My mum my mom supports me regardless, well, no evident. matter what. Yeah. And so does my dad. But um,
0: in group conversations, yeah. when your father, uh, when someone does make a comment it, with Asian fathers, it does, you know, because they carry so much pride and repu- yeah. you know reputation and, you know, uh, my name and this, that, yeah. the other, right? Should you ever think how, how he deals with it?
1: Yeah, of course. I would always think, I always think about different things like that. And I have turned jobs down and, you know, questioned, and I've had that conversation with my agent as well. Like there's a fine line between being modest and also expressing me who I am as a person. No, it's difficult for me because I'm two I'm from like two very separate cultures. One that's very like just be yourself, and then one that's like, you've got to be modest. You can't be doing certain kind of things. And especially with the industry that I'm going down, I no, it's kind of it's I guess there's a line which I'm trying to stay in between of not being too kind of out there, but also. Trying to be myself at the same time.
0: Have you ever had a difficult conversation with your family? Have they ever pulled up and said, what is this? Yeah. My what mom, is this picture? You know
1: what? If, it's funny that I've been saying that. Like, my mom's so, like, for, like, lets me do whatever I want. But when I first started modeling, my mom was slightly against it. She didn't kind of like the idea of me putting myself out there too much. She was, so was my dad as well. My, my dad was with this as well. But my mom hated the idea of me putting myself out there for the world to see she could she really couldn't get and it took her a while to get used to this and when i would show her pictures she wouldn't like it she wouldn't say nice things about it she'd be like that's too sexualized or you're being too sexy or like and it would just be a normal like a picture but but my mom wasn't happy about it at first but i think the more that i've done how she's seen me progress and what i've achieved so far, I think she is on board now. And for her to say, yeah, I'm proud of you doing that, for me, that's What's an What's the achievement. biggest
0: kind of uh, brand that you've worked for um, worked with?
1: So far, you know what? It's hard to say that because I've got so many goals as to what I want to do. And I don't want to sit here and be like, this is all what I'm going to do. And I really feel like the next year is going to be the start of something great oh, so for far. me. So far, um, I mean, something that I'm super proud of is i worked for Pretty Little Thing. I wasn't now. on the website. Yeah, I did that like, last year. Um, I was just a fit model for them. How did that come about? Just through my agent.
0: Right. You are signed to um, the agency in Manchester.
1: Yeah, Brother Models.
0: Brother Models. Yeah. I saw their Instagram page. Mm -hmm. You say you're a curve model. Yeah. You don't just say you're a model. No. That is kind of the department you are signed to, right? I want to touch on this subject. Why do you say that you
1: are a curve model? Well, it's the big movement at the moment, isn't it? Body body positivity is is a massive movement movement in the world at this moment in time. And I think what it is, I am a curve model. I'm curve. I'm not a straight size model. If I was to market myself in the industry as a straight size model, then I wouldn't get booked because I'm not.
0: But why are you categorizing yourself?
1: I'm not categorizing myself. But that's the the industry industry rules. Right, right, okay, right, right, okay. And we get put into, you know, brackets. It w- The ideal world is that everyone would just be a model. But
0: that doesn't work like that.
1: But it doesn't work like that. And we need proper representation. And how are you going to represent all aspects of women if you don't have categories for the women to fall into, essentially?
0: You got signed to this modeling agency. A lot of people, you know, they get signed out of like they do their own shoots and make a portfolio and then they claim that they're somewhat of a model like there's a lot of claiming going on isn't it and then there's like people obviously everybody knows the term Instagram models um you're not someone like an influencer no No. I kind
1: of want to not that I have anything against that kind of line of work I just think for my personality and what I stand for that's not the kind of route that I wanted to go down i think with the whole like influencer brand or like where you pay to get your pictures done i think if an agency well i know from experience that if an agency is asking you to pay for your photo shoots then they're not going to be a legit agency mm-hmm. if anyone that is legit the agency should be making money for you on mm-hmm. your behalf not asking you to contribute to your own shoots I've not paid anything for any of my photo shoots maybe like with some amazing photographers they obviously everyone's a working person you've got to pay fees to the photographers and for the locations that you use but for me to, to pay for my own portfolio which I know that a lot of Modern agencies do and they get confused They're like oh uh, they go to a shoot they get done know, they have the full package and then they'll sit in a room and the agency will go look these are your pictures I can get you this kind of work you just need to pay 500 pound for your portfolio interesting you know straight up like that's a scam but that is a scam
0: there are people who are making money just from Instagram why aren't you maybe doing the same thing yeah. which is less effort more possibly more outcome more return
1: yeah possibly i guess it's that influencer lifestyle you know what on the surface it looks like it's easy work like you just take a picture you put it online and you kind of get paid to do those pictures but i know from like knowing influencers and people that do that job there is a lot of work that go into that behind the scenes especially your more bigger influencers Mm. i think if i was just to start that is the path there's a fine line between model and influencer's No, I think the lines are getting a bit blurred. As, Most definitely. As like, as everything goes on. But I don't know.
0: Would you ever consider doing paid ads on your Instagram?
1: Yeah, of course. That would be my line of work. That's the goal, to get paid ads on Instagram. I mean, you would be stupid not to do it, would you Interesting.
0: not? Interesting. These accounts with hashtag ad and ads... It's so many now.
1: There is so many, and it kind I, of dilutes.
0: I don't see the authenticity in people's accounts anymore. Mm. What is your Instagram for? Instagram started off being it's like your own uh, journal, your
1: personal portfolio, portfolio yeah. pictures,
0: your life, your journal. But now people have flipped it to ads, which is A fine. Yeah. Which is fine, you know, each to their own. But for me, I couldn't. Some people do, and they're making really good money from it. So that makes me think: Is modeling worth? Worth what it was before being a model. You could you could walk around and say, you know, I'm a model. I've achieved something in life. I am good enough for someone to take pictures of me and put it somewhere.
1: You know what? This whole influencer kind of job title as well, it's kind of made it harder for models. Because now when you are a model, you can't just be a model where you've got your portfolio. Mm. A lot of brands that want to work with you they look at things like your instagram following and yes
0: your impression counts yeah. your engagement follower to like ratio
1: and if there was a model that had a higher number of followers over than you they most likely will probably go to that so it's kind of like this is what happens do we like it mm. is it something that we can agree with like okay. essentially but is it something that we're going to change no if I want to pursue a career in what I'm doing mm. is it something that I'm going to have to get on board and do probably? Probably. Yeah.
0: How many followers do you have on Instagram?
1: Not a lot, 700. It's something that isn't um, Does it bother you? No. See, but I then think you want to
0: do paid ads on Instagram.
1: It's not that I want to do the goal isn't okay, to Okay, yeah, sorry. Let me rephrase that. Yeah, you yeah, you yeah. would like to
0: if, if the opportunity If came. the
1: opportunity arose, I would I would
0: But how's the opportunity going to come with 700 followers realistically? Because
1: Realistically, because I'm at the start of my career now. Right. So I've only just been signed for a number of months. Okay. When I started doing the work that I've been doing, it's been in lockdown, it's been through a pandemic. Yeah. And, you know, I've actually been doing all right considering. And I think when things start to open up and I start to get more work coming in, then that potentially could be the route that I go down. But what I want to stay true, what I want to do is stay true to myself. I want to create kind of a portfolio not a portfolio, but like a platform where I'm authentic to myself. And if that, if I, as long as I stay true to myself, whether that is 700 followers or that gets me like 7,000 followers or like 70,000, the number of followers is irrelevant to me. As long as I'm doing something that I love and I'm portraying myself in a good way, then that's all that matters.
0: Interesting. I want to touch on um, the fact that you say, you know, there's this movement on um, body positivity. Yeah. I think, this is just me, Yeah. there is a fine line between being a curve model or being curvy and being healthy.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And somehow it gets put into that body positivity, you know, yay, clap, clap, you're doing amazing. Yeah. But a lot of these people are actually unhealthy. Okay. There is a difference between healthy yeah. and happy.
1: I think for for anyone to judge anyone on those kind of situations and to point out whether you're healthy or you're not, if someone's overweight, they're obviously going to know that they're they're overweight. But whether health comes into it, in your opinion, on whether they're healthy or not, I think that factor is irrelevant. What we want to see is we want to see clothing brands do bigger sizes. So the bigger, like, people will be overweight or plus size or curve for a number of different reasons. Not True. only, not you don't know why people get into certain situations or are in the positions that they're in, but it's not for us to judge why those people are in those positions. It's for us to create a society that's inclusive of all people and not categorizing and putting people into certain, you know, into certain sizes or rate. Like groups and saying like this is what the idealism of beauty is. It's right. about broadening that horizon and showing that beauty isn't just a standard look. The right. fashion industry doesn't just represent a standard straight-sized white girl. Right? You know, it's it's about showing showcasing how widespread beauty can be across different shapes, sizes, race. You know, it's and it's about making sure that all women can feel represented. But there
0: was a time.
1: There was a time, me growing up...
0: When if when, you weren't a size 4...
1: It would be rent. Horrend- yeah. No, 4, that's like, that's really, really small. Like, maybe Yeah, eight.
0: I'm sure they used to, they, <laughs> there was a trend in the Asian... Bollywood um, community, size 0, size wasn't zero.
1: it? And mm-hmm. that's, un- that's just as unhealthy.
0: Of course, yeah, and that, yes.
1: So that is yes. just as unhealthy as yes. it is to be plus size. It's about finding a happy medium. And you, can, you know what? For you to say, like, for anyone to say, oh, that person's a plus size, they're not healthy... That person could be going out exercising yes. three times a week. They could be eating a balanced diet. Yes. You know, they could be doing things that make them a healthy. They could have a perfect, perfectly fit, fit and healthy. You know, but it's not up to anyone to kind of comment on why you're that size or.
0: But more than the why, you, you, don't you think there's people who are saying, "Yay, body positivity," you know, whatever size you may be or weight you may be, rather than promoting hey let's let's get health. move yeah. towards a better health yeah you know situation
1: and i think that's what
0: because psychologically people are clapping because you've uploaded a picture and then people are saying yeah you're body positive you yeah. know uh, embrace what you have yeah. but then you could actually biologically be in a better situation yeah right yeah. in reality you know fitter and healthier yeah. live longer maybe not have heart disease
2: yeah right
0: it's true though isn't it because i say this because i was extremely heavy yeah At my heaviest i was 18 stones i think i'm hovering around 15 now right me i did not want one person to come and clap and say yay body positivity when i maybe uploaded a picture of myself that's me yeah i understand I need to be, I don't want to feel healthy, you know, I want to be able to run around if I have kids and, and chase them and play with my dog and run with my friends. Body positivity. And then a year down the line, when you transform yourself, oh my God, well done. Yeah. But then you were clapping when, one year before, when because I was like that.
1: Because regardless of that, it should be, all achievements should be, should be celebrated. Yeah, no, no, 100%. Like, but
0: a year ago, when I was such a weight, yeah. you were clapping then. And a year because you're then,
1: accept you're accepting yourself like right. that is an achievement in itself isn't it to be confident and to be happy in your own self that like you can post a picture you mm-hmm. know where people will look at that and think should she be posting that but for that person to post something feel comfortable and happy enough within the self that is an achievement well done for her like who are we to say that that person can't achieve that there is I think there should be a there is you should be healthy. But what, what is healthy? Healthy doesn't have a straight look. Yeah. Like you can't look at someone and determine whether they're healthy or not. Mm-hmm. And I think it's about just creating a more accepting society of different people. What brother models and what I kind of stand for and what they want to see, change, what they want to change in the industry is real representation of different beauty standards and not just you use- Typical straight beauty standards. If we look at the fashion industry, since it started, it's always got this kind of ideal of what a beautiful woman looks like, mm-hmm. and it's about kind of changing that perspective.
0: And but let's not forget, a lot, of, a lot of people have surgeries. A lot of people have surgeries. A lot. Yeah. Men and women have surgeries. You can't sit here and, and not saying you, but I'm saying like yeah. um, nobody can sit here and tell me that oh why did you say you know such a thing or why are you um saying it like that yeah. when there are people going against surgeries and then making a ton of money yeah. being instagram models
1: and that is you know what that is a massive thing at the moment and it does dilute i think what it is to be a model because it kind it's not real in in essence but then Again, that comes down to the insecurities of that person. That person has been made to feel insecure about certain standards. And then society has kind of said, look, this is the standard of what is beautiful. Mm. And then that person has felt that insecure that they've had to go out and get plastic surgery to feel like they can live up to that kind of standard. Right. And be accepted. And be accepted. Like, I can't be beautiful unless I look like this Instagram model. And it is like a vicious cycle because... People are doing it. People are kind of getting surgery, taking pictures, and then the younger generation are looking up to these people and then they're doing the same and it's a vicious cycle. And surgery has been about for For years and years. People have always got different surgeries and that comes down to insecurity and that comes down to being told of what a beautiful person looks like Mm -hmm. and then being made to feel insecure about the way that you look like and then and then the cycle continues so that's why this movement i think body positivity is so important because it's kind of saying look however you are naturally is beautiful and you don't have to go and change yourself you don't have to live up to a certain standard and it doesn't come in it comes in all different shapes and sizes and it looks completely different
0: what do you rate yourself out of 10 in terms of looks oh
1: my gosh Oh, my God. Because I know
0: 100%. You look at your pictures and you think, maybe that's not that good. Maybe this is amazing. You do. So what do you rate yourself out of 10 in terms of looks? Neck above. What? Neck above.
1: Neck above. Yeah. My face. Yes. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I like my face. Okay. I think I've got a good facial structure. Okay.
0: So if you weren't as pretty as you think you are, or as you are, do you think you would have been signed?
1: No. No.
0: So... Saying that, there is no category for beauty. But if you weren't, I'm not saying, yeah, a certain yeah, yeah, yeah. out of 10, yeah. you wouldn't have been signed. Yeah. Considering that, can that's I claim handy. that I'm a curve yeah, yeah. model? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Can yeah. I? laughs>
1: but there is plus size male models as well. And I think this stigma. You know what it is? But you there, do there you have lot... to have a
0: face. But that's what is modeling it? Do you is. You know?
1: This is what modeling is. You, you... I'm selling products. And you, my job is to make the products look good. So you, essentially, you you do have to look good. And I think I don't want to say like not everyone can be a model. Like it's not just I'm going to take good pictures of myself and I'm going to be a model.
0: Can anyone be a model?
1: No, I don't think that they could be. I think. What does
0: it take? You think? I think I'm not asking takes, like, oh, you've been given the industry, but just like, what do you think? I think it takes,
1: it takes confidence and. There's a lot of different aspects as, as to what it takes. Um, oh, gosh, that's like, I don't know. Um, what do you, what do you conf- think it takes? Yeah. More than con- I have confidence. Yeah. I run a
0: podcast. Yeah. But can I be a model?
1: If you had the confidence and you believed in yourself, then, yeah, you could be. If you wholeheartedly believed in what you was doing, what you were selling, like the products that you was wearing, and you could model it good, then, yeah, you could be. Nike.
0: Someone from Nike, you watching Nicole, this? Please, I that. hope just it reaches worry. someone in Nike. I'm ready. Cut the check. I'm ready,
1: I'm ready. I'm ready. No. Well, you know what? No, it's fashionable to, fashionable to be curved, you know? Yeah. I'm, it's yeah, like from yeah. Kim Kardashian and, yeah. you know, having that kind of hourglass figure, it's definitely becoming more accepted, mm. more fashionable to be curved. But like for me, as I've always been big. I've always been bigger, especially we're not going through You count school. yourself
0: big? You say like you're big as in like... Or curve, or big, or what is
1: it? I would ask myself, I don't know. I, was, I don't what
0: know. What is, is like that. from what dress size to what dress size is not curvy? So I from would what say dress anything. Size to what yeah. dress size is curvy in for the, a guy who doesn't understand dress sizes? Yes. <laughs> I don't it.
1: So I would say, like in the fashion industry, I would say anything like twelve to fourteen and above is You guys, is you,
0: you girls are so lucky. Let's get this ironed out straight. <laughs> we have XS, S. XL and blah, blah blah yeah you yeah. have two four six <laughs> just keeps going in beautiful numbers yeah. it's beautiful you have so much choice so much choice and us guys we don't have but you were saying what's the numbers you think what's curve what's not curved? well i would say
1: class for me like anything that's for me curve is like a 16 and above um
0: 16 and above is a cur- uh, someone who's curvy.
1: But in the industry, I would say it would probably be like a 12 and above, a 12 and a 14 and above would be classed as ah, plus size, would be classed as, as curve.
0: 14. How does sizes work? Because like you're, you're six in one that, yeah. shop and then eight in the other.
1: See, this is every brand does the sizing differently. And like, that's why it's so hard for women Especially when it comes to shopping, because everything you can go to one shop and be a size in one shop and be a completely different size. Does it get depressing when you like? Yeah, well, of course, yeah, because you go to. Just a six?
0: Why am I eight?
1: I've never been an eight, but like, let's claim. No, let's just yeah. Sorry, (laughs) whatever size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Of course, but like, it's well known. I think it's well known, like, especially. You go to Zara, you know that you're going to have to size up because the sizes in Zara are small. Mm, like, same yeah. with H&M and things like that. But you yeah. go to Pretty Little Thing where they actually model the clothes on... Say, if they've... Pretty Little Thing have got a curve range. Mm. They will get a curve model in to fit the clothes on that model to make sure that they fit a curve model. And then they will go on to, like... And then they will
0: post thing. it on their website saying, this is a size... Model is wearing yeah. a size yeah, 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 15... Sorry, 16 or whatever. There's no yeah. odd numbers, is there? No, no, no. So... Talk to me a bit about your um, upcoming venture that you are taking on.
1: Okay, my upcoming venture. This is something that's been in the pipeline, and it's something that I'm actually really passionate about. um, Wardrobe Undressed. Um, It's going to be called. It's called Wardrobe Undressed for the people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For for the people in the (laughs) back.
0: Dressed, okay.
1: Yeah, so it's wardrobe and dress, And uh, people that are probably close to me will know that I've been working on this for, I would say, at least well over two years.
0: Okay, so before you got signed?
1: Yeah, before I got signed.
0: Okay. Th- what is it? it? Th-
1: what is wardrobe so I wa- So it's a, I want to say lingerie brand, but it's going to be lingerie and lingerie. It's beautiful begins underneath. So go undressed. So it's about creating kind of lingerie and loungewear that are comfortable and well-fitted for women. Like, that's all it is. And just something that I'm passionate about, something that I enjoy doing and something that I kind of want to pursue. That is the long-term goal. At the moment, I have just found a new manufacturer that I'm working with. And that hopefully I'm aiming for this year possibly could be next year that i'll have my own kind of collection out
0: Hmm. but why loungewear and lingerie
1: i guess i guess i kind of there's so much the the market is so saturated for fast fashion at the moment i think with pretty little thing boohoo nasty like all these brands asos like clothing in general is like such a saturated market it's going to be hard for me to get in the get my name known but for lingerie and for loungewear for creating kind of what i want in my own head the plans that i've got i think is the market out there i think it isn't as saturated and it potentially could do better than how are you going to
0: compete with anthemers and Fenty and lounge And
1: that's it you know what like that's It's funny because I've watched Lounge grow. Like I remember when it first came onto the market, and it was like, that's what I want to do. And then they've grown. They've done like everything that I, I don't want to say everything that I wanted to do. No, that's fine. That's that's. That's fine. That's what they wanted to do, and you know what? That it's doable and people will cons people will always want to buy clothes and this kind of contradicts what i just said but people always want it when they see as long as it's marketed well Mm. i think that's what it comes down to as long as it looks good on a person Mm. and someone can look at it and think that looks good i look like her i'm gonna buy that it comes down to your marketing are you gonna use influences probably
0: why but why not use uh, natural model. pro see, models that's, like yourself?
1: Yeah, see, that's it. No, will I use influencers? Your standard idea of what an influencer is? Probably not. But I would definitely use women that I feel we should be representing. So, like, plus-size women. Like, influencers that are curve. Hmm. And, yeah. I got distracted then. I'm sorry. No,
0: it's okay. So, you... um. Your lingerie and loungewear brand is that for a specific size and above?
1: No, see, that's this is the whole point of it being inclusive. It's see, I feel like with brands as well, they'll a cater to plus size or they'll cater to standard sizes. Really? Yeah, I don't. I think. For example. For example, you'll you'll go shopping and you'll have your standard sizes up to a fourteen, and then you'll have a different section where it's curve or plus size. It's a completely different section. Ah,
0: right. So. So like, y- so you, you go girls on... go on that side over yeah. there. Like, that's that's your Essentially.
1: section. Essentially, yeah, that's okay. Essential. So it's but not it like
0: is. all inclusive, like yeah, you do like have... guys have you know all S to XL in yeah. one row, so we can just pick
1: some brands. I don't want to say all brands, but like some brands, it is like that. But like so... there's a specific tab on the yeah. website that says this is the curve section. Interesting. And usually, are the clothes was good on that section. No. Ah. Do they live up to the same standards as the overclothes on the different sections? No.
0: Weirdly, I find the same issue with Nike. <laughs> when I go on their <laughs> website, like? I find it difficult to find XL clothing. I wonder why. And I'll tag Nike in this as well. <laughs> I wonder why. But that's interesting Scare you Nike say. Fun. Yeah, that's that's interesting you say that.
1: Um,
0: you started this brand by yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I had a really good friend um, who helped me with the website, with the branding who's got his own business in kind of marketing and website designing and he helps start up businesses get started essentially that's what he's going through at the moment that's his business he's a friend from school and okay. without him i can honestly hand on heart say it i would be nowhere near like where i am without without his input we did get we were essentially i want to say that we are we are a team um just before lockdown last year, we got a really great manufacturer on board and we was weeks away from getting our collection out like, and launching. It was in the final design stages. But... And there was, the I think, there was coronavirus in the factory that it was and it had to be shut down. And then the manufacturer shut down due to coronavirus mm. and that just got put on hold. That settles right back to the start because... What I wanted to, what I started off with wardrobe and dressed is I wanted to sell obviously lingerie that represents real women and everything that I stand for, luxury lingerie. Could I find a supplier that already sold that, and, like a wholesaler where I could buy it that lived up to the standard that I wanted to sell, I couldn't. So the, what I had to turn to was getting my own designs manufactured and that process in turn turned out to be a much harder longer process
0: are you able to tell me where this manufacturer is based
1: uk based interesting i believe that they do have factories the manufacturer itself is based in the uk but i do so your
0: your like physical uh, items context. are made in the uk no, no i don't think
1: so they've got a factory i think i want to say turkey Oh, I don't think it is it's somewhere in the east but the, I think that I think what it is to actually get it manufactured mm. and made in the UK is so expensive
0: okay I want to ask you now that you've said that I'm not going to say the name yeah but there is a clothing brand who have manufacturers in third world countries yeah and their ethics don't line up with their brand, Yeah. let's say. Yeah? yeah. And uh, things have happened where the factories have burned down. People have lost lives. People have lost their livelihood, X, Y, Z. And these brands are saying that, well, we are just contracting.
2: Yeah. Right?
0: How does that um, make you feel, thinking that maybe yes. there are workers, um, maybe, I'm not saying maybe, yeah. there are workers in, in the factory that are manufacturing your clothing, who are getting treated such a way and then now obviously you're selling them in the UK
1: obviously I would do everything that I could to ensure that that wouldn't happen but these issues these are much bigger issues worldwide that we are that we're facing of you know exploiting the poorer communities and this happens all around the world and it is horrendous and there is changes that needs to be done. Mm. Like, in these countries, there needs to be bookers, right? There needs to be regulations throughout these things. Mm. But, I, like, I'm not saying from my point of view, but these companies, they care about making money. Of course. And that's what the world has come to. It's disregarding human rights
0: mm-hmm.
1: for making cheapest, more profit.
0: Yeah, cheapest uh, manufacturing and selling at the highest price. Yeah. There's a reason why PL, is it PLT dresses are, was it, three quid, four quid, five quid? There is a reason. Yeah. But obviously an average consumer will not think Fast fashion that. is... I, I can't, oh, that's what I, it's called. Yeah. yeah,
1: so it's fast fashion. So it's the turnaround. So the, the, the turnaround that, like, these kind of companies have from getting the design to the manufacturing to actually getting it out and selling it is so fast. And it's kind of... You've got, a, you have got a question, where are these things coming from? That comes down to your own personal, like what ethics you've got and whether you can get on board with those things. It, It is a definitely a kind of tricky situation as to, in the industry that I'm in, of trying to be ethical, but also kind of standing up for what I believe in. And that kind of, yeah, I don't agree with that at all. And I think that there should be something definitely put in place, kind of regulations put in place where it does stop that from happening, but that is a whole different like
0: thing on its own. Of fish
1: That's a whole different, that's so massive. You the know what the other problem is that
0: I've noticed as well? Is let's say you bring out a product that is really good, and you're doing <laughs> everything ethical and you know, blah blah blah, you're really good, and etc. etc. But at the end of the day, you're you're just you know you're a mid-sized business, let's yeah. say PLT. <laughs> Will make one phone call That's it. and have a similar product up on the website Within for quarter weeks. the price in less than a day, probably. Yeah.
1: And a lot of independent designers and um, people that are bringing up—you know—there is a lot of this that happens where designers bring out certain clothes, and then these fast fashion brands do copy it and imitate it, and then release it and sell it. Like it's def- changed like a little bit, yeah, a little probably. bit sometimes they don't even change anything they just mm. straight up copy it. it's definitely that isn't it definitely is an issue um how it's going to be addressed how it would be changed
0: how are you going to compete the, is
1: there a reason how am i going to compete what if a
0: designer from Ansom sees one of your designs and like
1: yeah
0: pop, 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 boom hello yeah and, on the, See, and they're making <laughs> sales. They're killing it. And you know you spent time and hours. And this is your livelihood. This is your baby. And yeah. they've just done it in a snap. Yeah. Home.
1: How would I compete? See, it would be about what I stand for as a brand. And it for me, it's not going to be about the individual products. Because, like you say, everyone can copy that. It's about creating a brand that empowers women. That the, the brand is what sells it. I want people to come back. For the brand not essentially the products so interesting uh, for example like fenty it's the brand isn't it it's Rihanna that sells it people go to that brand and buy it because they believe in what they what sh- she stands for the mm. brand everything that it's about
0: do you fa- does your family know about your brand yeah my,
1: my family know about it they they're happy about it they believe in it it's just it's just a case of making it a reality now. Hmm. But you know what I want to do? I know this might be a contradiction, everything that I've just said, but the goal would to be build up a brand, get it at the best that I can possibly do, and then sell it on, and then do more businesses. I'm business-minded, and my long-term goals would be buying businesses and buying properties and investing properties and stuff like that. So all of these are just kind of small stepping stones to get me to where I want to be
0: interesting a lot of people say I'm never selling my clothing brand Um, not that it's bad that's amazing but then a lot of people sell their businesses on you know they make a business they flip it they sell it on I had someone who does a clothing brand as well um, and the individual said no matter what happens they will never ever ever sell their brand yeah the biggest company could come and approach them they won't sell it but then you're saying for the right price Yeah. yeah it's good to go
1: yeah 100% because At the end of the day, I'm there to make the money on it. Mm. And ultimately, if I can put as much as I can into something and I know that I can't physically do anything more with this, Mm. it's at my capacity. But I know that someone else can come in and maybe take that to the next level, then why wouldn't I want that?
0: But wouldn't you want to partner with them instead of sell it?
1: Potentially, but what if I have interest in something else? It's hard to kind of make these decisions unless you're in that position. Mm. Ultimately, my goal is to build something up and then sell it on and then invest into something else. That's my personal goal. Whilst keep modelling at the same time. Yeah, whilst keep modelling. I would say modelling is a passion. I don't want to say a hobby. It's a passion, something that I feel is important. It's important for younger girls to see women of different shapes and different sizes that look like them I think it's really important because me growing up you never you didn't really see that you didn't really see people of colour you didn't really see mixed race people you didn't really see bigger bigger girls in magazines and I think it's so important for younger people to see different different women different shapes different sizes
0: interesting what's your pricing range going to be like
1: on wardrobe and dressed Mm -hmm. I'm aiming for luxury. I'm aiming for higher interesting. End, but I wanna say it can't be too much, but that's it depends on the new manufacturer's cost.
0: As soon but as you go into higher um price range or luxury price range, you're now tapping into the likes of obviously Answers. Yeah. Um I don't think lounge is that expensive. No, it's pretty. you're tapping into possibly the
1: Victoria Sievers, uh, Bob Avenue, that kind
0: of. Uh, Hill figures, the mm-hmm. Tommy Hill figure, the, the, the. Basically, the kind Isles time, and Selfridges. Yeah. yeah, yeah right? Yeah. The Isles and Selfridges. How do you plan to live up to that um, kind of.
1: By the quality. That's why it's probably taken so long because I don't just want to release anything. Mm. I could have easily just gone from a manufacturer in China mm. and brought out, you know, things that look good, weren't really great quality, sizing wasn't great. And sell that on mm. for minimum profit you know for whatever for, for a good profit or whatever but that's not what i believed in that's not what i wanted the brand to be and i think it's so important to start off with the quality the start as i mean to go on with the quality and mm. the level the standard that i want the clothing to be
0: but then how how are you going to include women who are on the bigger size and not doing that See well financially
1: for me, people's personal financial
0: situations. You know what I mean? Like yeah, some brands, yeah, yeah. they make clothes like, oh, I want to make the best quality at the cheapest price possible so that I can include everyone.
1: Yeah. But I'm not saying I want to include... Like uni yeah. students to like... Yeah, but that's not, that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I want to... Do I want to include everyone on the financial spectrum from like uni students to really rich people? No. I'm, I want to include everyone, every woman that feels represented at the... So they can, so they can come and buy luxury lingerie that makes them feel good at different sizes, but it's going to be luxury. <laughs> like that's the kind of standard that I want it to be at. I'm not representing why... people that I'm not representing different financial situations. Right. I'm representing different women.
0: Right. The reason why I asked is because you said, you know, you want to include as many women as possible yeah, from yeah, all yeah, sizes yeah, that, and color and etc. Um, but uh, you do have to consider people's financials. But then you are yeah. saying that that's not your headache. No, that's obviously individual's headache. Yeah, if They yeah. can afford it. They can afford it. Um, if they can't, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Which is which is okay because Nike make trainers that are very expensive, yeah. and I'm still paying, right? <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is.
1: People will pay the prices if, if if they believe in. the Oh, product. trust me. People will, people will
0: go broke buying Gucci and LV. Yeah. Because I've done it. Yeah. Had, yeah, I've done it. I just spent amounts <laughs> that's, that's on... That's a
1: whole different conversation.
0: And I absolutely regret it. I do not see the point in it. I do like it. It that's, comes with the experience and it yeah. comes with knowing that you can afford something. You've done well, so you can afford it. But uh, a lot is of people... Is it worth it? Yeah, yeah. Is, it, is it worth it? Some brands, yes. yeah. I live and die by Nike and uh, Hugo Boss. Yeah. Um, and MDV that I'm wearing now. MDV cut the check um, <laughs> because of they make me they, they the quality, yeah. the pricing, um, and what actually you get. See, you that's know? the
1: most important thing that you said. The is the quality of it. Yeah. That's what keeps you going back. That's what makes you go to that specific brand. I feel like I'm part of the family. I'm gonna, yeah.
0: Like I, I like I, I feel like I'm part of Nike when I wear Nike. Yeah. I feel like I'm part of MDV. You
1: own Nike, like you wear it. You're like yeah, this is my brand. This yeah, <laughs> but
0: I want to quickly touch on as well. You said that you want to make a brand and sell it on, and people might think, oh my God, she's doing it for the money. Let's not forget Moncler bought Stone Island, and this is Stone Island we're talking about, and Moncler bought Stone Island. So if you're watching this video and then thinking, oh, she's just all about the money, it in it essence is, is come on all like about, if come anybody
1: on. can stand there and say that they're not interested in making money then they're lying if you make, have you, a
0: clothing brand and you don't want to sell it really like ha, like hats off to you well done great yeah, and i wish you, wanna you all do the it, best your passion, but i don't want but, people to randomly like start commenting saying yeah
1: yeah oh, yeah. That's like, that's like if that's what you want to do that's your passion that's your baby that's what you, you want to do you love clothing mm. everything that stands for for me I want a business. Mm. I want it to make as much money as pof- possible. Mm. I want it to kind of fill a gap in the market that I see that there is a gap in the market. And then I want to sell it on for a profit. I'm here to make money at the end
0: of the day. Right. Everyone
1: everyone wants success. If mm. you don't want success, then you're lying. Of ahead. course, but some people
0: want it different way than others. Different ways.
1: Is... And what is, like, each individual, like, which what is success? Which is
0: fine. This, this which is fine you know? I just wanted to, collect... Sorry, I just wanted to iron it out because... You know, people can interpret things in certain way to yeah. fit their agenda. <laughs> and I wanted to and clarify. And that yeah.
1: that's the key. That's what people do.
0: So, um, you got signed in August. Yeah, is it? October. October to Brother Models. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of ego around modeling, right? People yeah. who are models, right? Uh, people who take photos as well. And the agencies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people... F- You know, they they think like they they, they are better than someone in essence because firstly, they have the camera or secondly, they have done shoots for X, Y, Z companies and thirdly, because they might be a really well-known agent, right? Have you faced um, things like this in the industry?
1: And I think this is why it's so important for this curve movement and body positivity movement. Not only is it changing the perspective from your point of view, but inside the industry as well, I would say... The kind of idea that the fashion industry is so harsh and mm. like cutthroat, my experience of that has been nothing like it. It's been such a enjoyable environment to be in. And I do feel that is because of the body positivity movement. I feel like people are just much more inclusive. Mm. People care about the individual's feelings mm. and they're seen as people, not just models. Before
0: they, it wasn't like that.
1: But you can see like from Britain's Next Top, Next Top Model and... Like how it used to be, it was so cutthroat mm. and it was like models would walk in, no, you need to lose weight, you need to look yeah. like this and it would be horrendous. Yeah. It would be. But I do think that the industry is changing. It's got a long way to go, but it's definitely on the right track. And for me personally, I was quite nervous about going into the industry because of the preconceptions that I had of it. And I was thinking it was going to be like so bad for my mental health or whatever, it just wasn't, it's the complete opposite it's such a nice environment to work in, an empowering environment and you meet so many creative, inspiring people that it's so enjoyable to be in
0: I think also Instagram has like taken the modelling bible and just gone
1: Phew! yeah completely because
0: be, to be a model you had to know people, you had to yeah. look a certain way you had to be a certain size guys as well, whatever but then Instagram came and it's like what i can hashtag that and get what x amount of money so do you i can be whatever size i want and possibly you know
1: isn't that that a great thing it's created a a platform where people can be who they want to be be represented in a place where they can feel safe essentially even though it's not but and kind of not give the power to our the brands its kind of up to the individuals now on social. Mm-hmm. You've kind of got your own power. Yeah.
0: What made you kind of want to jump into modeling?
1: You know what? People always ask me this. It's, it's quite funny. I've always, always loved being in front of the camera. <laughs> Ever since I was younger, like you can look at baby pictures. I remember like in, like being in front of the camera on my dressing table, like five or six and being like, just take another picture, mom. Just take another picture like on a digital camera. I loved it. Mm. I've always loved it. As a young age when I got older, teenage years, the stigma of being a bigger person, mm. being a curved model, it wasn't fashionable. It was kind of like you'll never be a model, you don't look the model look, you've not got the right body shape to be a model. Who said that? I was not,
0: or like it was just like in society, that was just like yeah, right. that was okay. what it was, okay. like,
1: and I think. When I got older and I kind of seen Curve Model being a thing, it was like, you know what? This could be my place. Mm. This could be something that I could be good at, something that I'm passionate about, something that I've wanted to do. And finally, there is a place for me to be able to express myself and not have to fit a certain category, a certain look mm. to be a model. It, the kind It opened up So odd to people like me that can just be a model.
0: Interesting. So, Interesting you say that. What if, okay, not what if, do you feel like you have to sustain this curve model dress size to be able to continue work? What if you end up losing or going down in dress size and then end up in that bracket where you're not a curve model anymore?
1: This is, see, this is something that I've actually questioned recently and, um, It's a difficult one, but hopefully I want to establish myself as much as possible that it wouldn't matter. For me, I've always been a bigger person, a bigger girl anyway. Even when I was the lightest that I've ever been, which was probably when I was about 18, 19, I was still a size 12 to 14. And if I was any slimmer, I would have looked like unhealthy and underweight. Okay. So I think that's just naturally the way my body is built. I will always be classed as a curved person. Um, so I don't think that I will ever have that issue, but I do know that there is there is that that issue out there where if you do lose weight, are you classed as curved? Can you still continue being curved or can you still represent those women? And yeah, that, that is
0: a
2: hard one. Yeah,
0: interesting. And what if you go up in the numbers? That's
1: the that's the same that's the same situation. Will I still be? As you know, models feel physique,
0: like a real, yeah. a lot of pressure. Well. I'm, I'm get, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I bet. Imagine they get a scar. You know? that's yeah. It's deep, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Think about it.
1: It is, but you know what? You have People, to, yeah, you've yeah. got to maintain a kind of certain standard, a certain look. But this is what the body positivity movement is all about. And I keep saying this, and I keep like, oh, it's just this, but... It's about just being inclusive. So if I did put on weight, it wouldn't matter.
0: Talk to me about exactly, if you can remember, the day when you kind of started uh, modeling. How did that, like, obviously, you're a professional model now, right? There was a time when you weren't. Exactly the time that transition happened, how did it happen? Someone called you, someone DM'd you? Yeah,
1: so I went for a casting at Brother Models, right? So there's Ah. two different... I was initially signed, right, to Bridge Models in London. How? This was right right at the beginning. I sent an application off.
0: Right, okay. With yeah. some pictures.
1: Yes, with some pictures, okay. with some headshots. And they invited me down to London. I went and did a casting with them. They signed me on the spot.
2: I what was happens in, on a casting?
1: So, so you basically they're I just looking at you. You were basic you just wear no makeup. Oh you okay. wear your hair down, you were skinny jeans and a t shirt. Like basically, a blank canvas yeah, kind of blank, one. completely blank. And you go there, you kind of do, take some pictures, see how you look in front of the camera, how you act in front of the camera, and then they'll tell you kind of whether they think you will...
0: Be suitable for them? Yeah,
1: life. be suitable for okay. them. Okay. At that time, I was in a, I was in a very full-on, long-term relationship, and I can't say that it would go hand-in-hand. Hand. Mod- me modeling and being in that relationship, it didn't work. Okay. It didn't work at all. I Is broke, it because
0: you were with someone who was religious?
1: No. Okay. No, nothing like that. I think it he was just he just, just. I don't think he was happy about it. Whether it was insecure or whatever like that, I don't even want to say anything because I'm not with him anymore. But um, it just wasn't a comfortable situation. Me going out modelling, was he comfortable with that? Was he was he comfortable with me going on set doing underwear modelling? Is that
0: why you guys broke up? No, it wasn't. Okay.
1: Um, but potentially it it, it did have.
0: Impact? Yeah, it did have
1: have an impact. It was a factor, 100%. But you were like,
0: hands down, I'm going to do this. I'm going
1: to do this. And you know what? He was supportive. Some, But it didn't work. It didn't work.
0: Okay.
1: I left that agency. I left him. Moved back in with my mum. Within a month, I was with my brother.
0: So you were living with him? Yeah. You got signed to this agency in in London when you just randomly sent off an application. Yeah. Uh, Prior to you sending off this one application, had you sent many more or oh, this was the first no
1: that was really the first one wow yeah
0: i don't know why i've always felt like being a model must be like so cool but it must be so difficult
1: but there's this right people see that side of it and they think oh my god it must be amazing yeah you get sent free clothes or you might get to a shoot you might get to pick like clothes or whatever you get fed. You get free food. <laughs> it's like, always yeah. a good thing. Like you get taken care of. You do get looked after. You get to sit there, get your hair and your makeup done. You get to be styled. You go on set. You are the main focus. That is really good. On the flip side of that, you have no control over the pictures that are used. What you do. Wow. You're you're essentially the to work. If I hate a picture, I have no say in that. It's going out there. It's going to be uploaded. And once they've booked me and I'm on that set, mm. that's it. Like I had to do. I I'm, can't even believe that I got booked for a shapewear brand and I wasn't briefed. Really. a what brand, sorry? Shapewear.
0: What's that?
1: It's like um that holds you in. Like it's like underwear that you wear under your clothes that like keeps smooths ah, you away, ah, keeps you nice those, uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got booked for that, right? We'll just t- briefly touch on that. And I didn't really get briefed on what it was. And when I got there, it was like, oh my gosh, like, I've actually got got to do this. Right. There was no, like, it was too late for me to back out. I've been paid for the job. I've been booked for the job. You have no choice. Like, whether you like the pictures or not, there's some pictures on websites that I know that I write there that I can't even look at because I find them horrendous. Like... Why? Because...
0: It's too much skin or is it? No,
1: it's not even nothing like that. People look at you, think, oh, you're a model, you must have confidence, you don't have no insecurities. Every single person suffers 100%. with those insecurities. 100%. I look at pictures and I hate pictures of myself. 100%. Like, everyone can relate to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it like, it it doesn't matter. Everyone still feels those kind of ways. And it might look like it's really great. And you know what? It, it is an amazing like job to do. But... It's not all like
0: mm. that. It's not all great. Do you think, uh, um, touching back on when you moved out of um, your you know, situation with your ex-partner mm-hmm. and then you moved back into your mum's house and then you sent an application now to Brother Models, yeah. you got signed. Yeah. Is it going to be difficult for you? Are you dating someone? No. So is it going to be difficult for you now to find someone, you know, to clicking with you because yeah. of your previous experience of having someone who
1: potentially, did... I guess what my previous experience has taught me is to, I know it's taught me everything that I want in a relationship. And no matter what, I will never start off for anything less. Whether that means I'm going to be single for the rest of my life, then that's <laughs> fine. Like I'm happy and content on my own. And I've learned this recently. And that's the most important thing I was with. I was with this guy for six years Majority of my life, my life revolved around him. Vice versa, I it was hard, and it was hard, and kind of when I broke away from him, I had to rediscover my whole like identity. Like I lost everything, which is natural. And you rediscover yourself, but in that time, I've learned so much about myself, and I'm so content with the way that I am, and kind of where I'm at at life that I my next partner would need to be someone that can add something to my life that can not necessarily give me things because I can get that all myself I want someone that can fit in with me and vice versa I want to be in a position where I'm completely happy they're completely happy as an individual on a separate basis and then you come together and you can be happy people I think you get like bad relationships which the, my previous relationship looking back on it now it was a bad relationship it was dependent on each other because we was unhappy individuals and you come together and you think you're gonna find happiness with each other and you kind of put your happiness into that other person and rely on them to make you happy and that you'll lose every time you'll lose like regardless so coming out of that and being able to provide my own happiness my whole, own sense of of self-worth that my Mm. next partner would need to kind of be on the same wavelength as me completely and it i would they are my boundaries and i wouldn't move them at all
0: what if you don't find someone on the same wavelength
1: and i'm content and happy on my own
0: so So what about your do you have dreams of having kids yeah i do have dreams
1: yeah that I had everything. I had all those dreams. It. I was set. I was hundred percent set. I was saving for a mortgage. He was planning on proposing to me. We went to Rome at the start of last year. It was like come Okay, on. so it was like, that deep. It was deep. Six years deep. It oh was everything. God. It was the rest of our lives. And you know, I could share some real tea, but <laughs> but um, it was share the, it. Nah. So right. So I was that. I was set. I was set for the rest of my life. This was it. But there was something in the back of my head that questioned, is this it? Am I fully satisfied? Am I fully fulfilled? That was the question. Why
0: did you guys break up?
1: Because I wasn't fulfilled. Because those questions kept reoccurring. So
0: why didn't you ask him to fulfill?
1: I did. countless times. And I, I he couldn't. And it, it was, right. that was it. That was me making someone be someone that they wasn't and i was kind of it was unfair of me for me to continually make someone kind of live up to my expectations when they was a completely different person in that aspect
0: do you think there's something called the perfect relationship
1: i think what the perfect relationship is is two happy people coming together and adding to each other's lives Mm. that's that's a perfect relationship having your own individual life but also being happy with someone
0: you, you know, know. Um, a lot of people from the old old days right they adapted to each other to kind of mould the relationship like oh my god my wife is gonna shout at me I better yeah. not say that oh my god my husband needs xyz and I need to perform or do, do this at xyz to make sure that it's okay that for him he's happy but right? that's it because both so ways
1: you're, you're putting your happiness or putting their happiness up to your yeah. responsibility that's not how it should be.
0: Right, okay. Okay, why? Because this is what I'm gonna say is they molded and adapted themselves for relationships that possibly lasted 50, 60 years. Yeah. Whereas us now, he mm. looks a certain way, she looks a certain way, he does a certain thing, she does a certain thing, instant no. Yeah. Whereas we don't try and see, okay, what can this person Welcome. become? Yeah. Can they adapt? Can I try? Can I try and be adaptable for them? Yeah. You know, can I try and fit into what they want? Because th- do they want the best for me? Do yeah. they add to my life? And what can I add to their life? Yeah. But then it's all like, if someone doesn't fit into my criteria, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're you're not my type. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. think this is gonna work. Do you think that like that that plays a part right into us having essentially the perfect relationship?
1: Yeah, definitely essentially. But with my ex, if we was together for six years. And on the surface, like, people would say he wasn't, like, my usual type. Um, People would, like, I don't know, think, like, why are they together or whatever? But I loved him. And we kind of worked together for six years of getting it to where it was. And we did do all of that. We kind of...
0: Tried everything. Yeah, we
1: tried everything. And sometimes you exhaust all the time. Do you
0: think you tried everything?
1: At that age, you know what it was? it was i was like 5 6 years in i've been questioning it for the last 3 years wow and it was kind of like do i constantly keep questioning myself thinking what if what if what what if there's something better what if there's a better relationship what if
0: but then what I if can the next person comes and, and then you have this question again
1: exactly but that's see this is this is where it changes so I was putting my happiness, my self-worth into that person. I was expecting him to make me happy, to make me feel loved. and you A know, certain way. A certain way. And coming out of that relationship, you've kind of got to find that with, within yourself. And now I'm in a position where I have got that with myself. I reckon my, my next partner will be a completely different person to what my ex was. A completely different person.
0: Interesting. You have a type, you said.
1: No, I have no type. Now you don't? No, I don't have a type. But you said... I know it wasn't my usual type, yeah. But, like, in general, I've never really had a type. Right, okay. I go... I know it's, like, cliche, but I go from personality, from, like, energy, from, like... If you click with someone, I think that is the most important thing to me, is to be able to conversate with someone, to be able to understand someone. Looks isn't everything.
0: Do You think height is important? Mm
1: No. And it's stupid that girls even think that. It's ridiculous.
0: What about the bag?
1: The money. Mm. No. I Not can important. Get that myself. Not important. What's important to me is your values, what you believe in, your work ethic. Do you want to strive to be better? Do you want to better yourself as a person? Are you open to communication? Males and females are wired completely differently. And I've grown up with, you know, three older brothers. I know it. Like, I know that men... <laughs>
0: are they married, are any compl- of them?
1: All of them married and kids. Okay. Yeah. Married and kids. Apart from the youngest, well, the youngest, but Joe, sure, he's not married yet, but they're engaged.
0: Interesting. So going forward, it's just like, as the cliche sound is, we work on myself. Yeah. Concentrate
1: on myself. Know, but that's like, that is everything at the moment. But that's all that I'm focused on. I'm career driven, I'm goal driven, and mm. I'm money oriented. Which know that is fine. People say, people think that there's a stigma attached to like, oh, I just want to be happy. But for me, like, happiness is great. It's
0: not all about the money, but it is all about
1: the money. But it is all about the money because for me, I don't want want a lot of money.
0: Hold on. Hold on. It's not all about the money, but it is all about the money. You just said that. Now, the next guy that comes in, what if he is not in that financial bracket?
1: It would be... Right. Okay. My last partner wasn't in that financial bracket. For me, the financial bracket is irrelevant as long. It's all about the mindset of somebody. Like if someone isn't in that financial bracket, who's to say that they're not working towards those goals? I can't even say that I'm in that financial bracket that I want to be yet. You know,
0: so you can't have that expectation.
1: So I'm not going to expect someone else, but I'm not going to expect. I'm not going to judge someone based on the financial situation.
0: Interesting.
1: That's not who I am as a person. For me, it's all about what their belief, what their values are. Manners. um, Manners. How they hold themselves. Morals and dignity. Yeah.
0: Well, you have answered a lot of deep questions that I had.
1: You have drilled me today. I I wasn't even expecting that. I was expecting like a nice little easy podcast. Yeah, just come and talk about me. No, no.
0: (sighs) You're going to get me cancelled. And you're going to get all my other guests scared now who watch this.
1: There's a lot of, I think I've read a lot of books recently, but about speaking your truth and being truthful to who you are. Yeah and I think it comes along with kind of the career that I'm choosing as well, is that I can't just blend in and be like everybody else, I've got to kind of find who I am as a person, and be able to speak my truth confidently, and you know, kind of this is, I want to say the start of that, of creating myself, who I am, being authentically me, and creating that as a, as a, a brand like going forward. Like mm. I think it's so important to be able to be true to yourself, be able to figure out what you want, your own personal goals, what you stand for, discovering yourself because a lot of people don't even realize what they even, a, a lot of people can't even tell you what their long-term goals are. They can't even tell you what, what they, where they want to be in five, 10 years time. They don't even think about that. Like, And I think it's so important to break that down mm. and be truthful to where you want to be who you are and kind of speak that finding pattern. yourself yeah. really yeah. plain and simple.
0: Yeah. Um, do you have, I just want to quickly ask you, cause it just popped in my head. Does your family have any issue with you falling in love with someone who is from a different religion? No, they're very open.
1: Very open. Um, I know that I've got like my dad was an interracial couple. Um, I have cousins that I've married from different races. I think essentially, which all people should follow really, is it comes down to being happy. And if you find someone that you're happy with and they, your family can see that they're good for you, mm. then they shouldn't have a problem with it. And I can, you know what? And I say that coming from a good place because I know a lot of people don't have that privilege. I know that it's not. And you know what? And, it, and I can imagine like that is so hard because I can understand that as well but I think being true to yourself is the most important thing
0: I like how open-minded you are I like your confidence Um I like your honesty and um, you know I wish you all the best thank you with your brand but listen thank you very much for coming no it's been a pleasure uh, honestly like, I hope the questions you. were too, too strong. No, it's fine. But that's what the podcast that's what I'm is here about. For.
1: That's what I'm here for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, if you like this, you know what to do. If you don't like this, you know what to do. If you want to subscribe, you know what to do. If you don't want to subscribe, I don't know what you're going to do. Peace. Peace.